Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. Okay, I have my blog. Now, how do I get people to read it? I like this one. This one's me because I already set myself up for this. Um, Okay, so you can't just, well, you can, but good luck to you if you're just going to create your blog and let it sit out there, right? right? I mean, we've done episodes on SEO. We've talked about how much content people are barraged with every day. That just doesn't work anymore, right? So you really need to have an overall marketing strategy and plan, which we have episodes on that too. So go find those if you need them. But you really do need to promote and link it through other marketing channels. So social, your website, other collateral you're putting out there, keynote speeches, podcasts like us, newsletters. All of these things can be vehicles to drive awareness and engagement in your blog. You can even use paid promotion to get broader reach if you're so inclined. Although we would say make sure that you're really setting your structure and all the things we've talked Mm -hmm. about today before you waste money there. But the number one way of getting people to read it is by offering value that people want to share. What was that, April? Value. Again. Thank you. (laughs) And this is a slower burn. So full disclosure, don't expect people to just be so excited about what you have to say that it goes viral. One of my least favorite terms that's ever been out in the universe. But instead, you know, you get a few people to read it. Then they share it with a few more who share it with a few more. This word of mouth marketing is really, really important because it builds your credibility, although slowly, very authentically. It is contingent, though, on the fact that you're following the process. So like I said, don't expect to be able to build your community of followers if you have not followed the process we outlined today. And I already said previously in this episode that people try to circumvent the process and, you know, being really sensationalized Mm -hmm. or really quirky or taking a tone that's super irreverent. You know, there's all these different things that people put out there or trying to be controversial. I mean, I was listening to the radio and there was this woman who clearly is trying to make her way doing just that. You can quickly get caught in a downward spiral that you can't get out of. And then your copy gets earmarked in really unfavorable ways and it calls into question that authenticity that we've talked about and the value that you are adding. But overall, I would say be prepared for the slow burn. It will take a while. It's true of our blog. It's been true of our podcast. Mm -hmm. As we look back, and the podcast is probably an easier example because we very intentionally have been building that, right? But with the podcast, I mean, people told us expected to take a couple of years to really take hold. And we were like, no, we can tell you now. But as we're seeing things, we're definitely hitting certain milestones that indicate that we are doing very well. But we haven't gone to thousands of followers just overnight. So there you go. Right. And I think you um, hit on a really important point on that last one, although all of that was uh, is right on, is that you really need to think about what success looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of people fail to do that because they think success means I have to have all these followers in this very short period of time. And we want you to make sure that you have the anticipation that blog writing, podcasting, a mm-hmm. lot of these marketing channels, social even, are slower burns. When you try to to circumvent the process by, you know, on social, people would buy, you know, lists and, you know, and and those sorts of things, you end up really undermining the value that you're trying to create. So think about what success looks like. So for me in April, as we were thinking about what success looked like, for example, for this podcast, we wanted it to be a source of information for people to actually feel like they're savvier marketers and branders. Yep. We're getting that feedback that that is the case. Now, do we want that to scale so we can ha- impact more? Of course we do. Yep. But in the 
process of getting more, we're finding we're creating a huge impact on the people that are listening. That is extremely rewarding. We're finding we're getting clients through mm-hmm. the podcast, right? Yep. That also took a little while for it to kind of gain hold because people need to say, oh, yeah, they're for real, mm-hmm. right? The credibility is there. The reputation's there. Yeah, I like, you know, the, the way that they bring the content to life. I think I might like working with them, right? We talk about this being a big source of RFPs for us. That still takes time, right? Yep. So... Don't give up, I think, is the big yep. question here. It's okay to test and learn your content if you don't think it's quite hitting, but listen to your followers. Define success in reasonable measures. Set some milestones that make sense. But realize that just because it's not like thousands and thousands <laughs> of numbers that are coming to you right away, it that doesn't mean that you're not having a significant impact on the people who are following you and listening to you. Absolutely. Absolutely.